This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Well, how's it going? Another episode of Man in the Room for you. Oh, look at that. Man in the Room. It's the room. The room is on fire. It's not on fire. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit discombobulated because I have had a bit of a mishap. Um, so, you know, just doing my daily stuff, you know, keep my body clean, you know, having a shower and all that kind of stuff, yeah. And um, I got some soap in my eye. Now, I don't know the last time you actually got soap in your eye, but do you know what? It really, really hurts. And it's not one of those things you like to repeat too often. But oh my goodness, it really, really hurts. So basically what happened was, I was washing my face. I've got this lovely face wash, you see. Got to look after the old face. You know, that's the first thing that most people tend to look at. And uh, people do say I look a lot younger uh, than that, than actually my age, which is pretty good. I go for that. And, um, you know, so I'm obviously doing something right. So I was using my little face wash and all that kind of stuff, like, you know, proper getting it, good old sort of scrubbing. And uh, what happened was some of it went into my eye. Both eyes at the same time. Now, I don't know how that happened, but it really, really hurt. So you'd automatically think, right, what do I do? Rinse it with warm water. That's the rule. You get soap in your eye, you just rinse it with warm water. Have you ever tried to keep your eyes open in a shower? It's not the easiest thing to do. So I was literally there, like a clockwork orange, holding my eyelids open so I could video the sit, because I can video all the lovely water gushing into my eye. And yeah, I was like, oh, that hurts. And then I was like, right, it stopped hurting. Yes, I've managed to get all the soap out, close my eyes. Oh, no, it's back again. Oh, lovely. And this went on for a couple of minutes. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but it's actually an exfoliating face wash. So it's got these weird little bits in it. Now, I know you're not really supposed to use that kind of stuff, all the little bits in it, but it's all I've got at the minute um, in life in general. No, it's all I've got to wash my face with. So uh, I'm hoping I haven't got some of those weird little crumbs in my eye because, you know, it does still sting a little bit, but I think it's just irritated. I've got irritated eyes. My eyes are irritated. You ever seen an irritated eye? They like just go around tutting and all that kind of stuff, you know. I like having eyes, so uh, it's not the best thing. I actually remember there was this um, comedian years ago that uh, he used to be all like, oh, you know, Johnson's baby stuff, the, the baby shampoo, because apparently Johnson's baby shampoo, you can get in your eye and it doesn't hurt. Yeah, it's still a soap. And it's like, that's the saddest part of growing up is when you can't use Johnson's baby shampoo anymore. Um, and, uh, you know, it's that's the stinging eyes of adulthood and all that kind of stuff. It used to really make me laugh. And I dined out on that joke for so long. Um, but I ended up um, just dropping it like it was hot eventually when it literally got no laughs whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, I won't be making that joke again, you know. But I, it's it's just never fun, really, getting anything in your eye. I remember once when I was a kid, um, I was, there was these kids who used to live near us, and I used to hang out with them quite a bit, you see. And what happened was uh, one of the, the kids was messing around with some turtle wax. Now, I don't understand why this was. But he was just messing around with some turtle wax. Uh, it's just it's like a car cleaning thing. It basically just makes your car all nice and shiny, more or less. 
and some ended up in my eyes. And uh, I just remember having to go into his his house and his mum uh, getting like a little eye bath out and uh, you know doing my doing her best to try and get me to rinse my eyes out with turtle wax. And um, do you know what? I don't know if I've I've never owned uh, a you know an eye bath. In fact, let me just make a note here. Buy eye bath. Buy eye bath because I don't own one, and that would have come in very handy. Um, I remember it was blue. It's like a little bath for your eye. You know, it's like a little rubber duck. Don't put don't put any soap in there though. That would be defeat. That would defeat the object. And I'm pretty sure that the size of it anyway. We better whip up a whip up a lather. Um, whip up. A, uh, sorry, it just made me laugh the way that it just sounded on the microphone. Whip up a laugh. Um, sorry, it just sort of anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't remember that, and I remember like going home and my, and my brother making fun of me, saying how my eyes looked so shiny um, because obviously the turtle wax and the fact that just been rinsing rinsing them and all that kind of thing, you know. Um, so yeah. It's uh, you know what you you would have thought at the age of thirty six I would have learned stuff about like not getting soap in your eye and not burning myself mainly on jacket potatoes because I keep doing that um, and I've mentioned it before uh, burning myself on a jacket potato also burning myself on food when I eat it I'm very impatient when it comes to like certain things I'm like oh just just get I want it now and I just just grab it by the horns I'm like yeah that's it right let's go let's get on with it you know. But that's just the way things are. That's who I am. I am what I am. But anyway, do you know what? I think it's time for tarot and tea. It's beverage and divinity. Ooh. So I'm here now to uh, do the old uh, tarot and tea. So we're going to shuffle the cards. Um, and I'm going to have a quick swig of tea in a second. So basically the way this is going to work, I'm going to draw three cards. First card is for the past may ring a bell for you thinking oh that sounds like somebody now or oh that sounds like me or oh glad that's not me kind of thing then the present will be like you know what you can learn from the past uh all that kind of stuff in the present time and what your current situation might possibly be and the future is ooh, is ours to see k sarah sarah um give them a good old shuffle i'm gonna cut the cards like i always do and i will be doing that in a second i'm gonna just rub my eye I'm going to have a lovely swig of this tea. Today's tea is Pucker Clean Matcha Green. Here we go. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, that is that is something else. Hello, nurse. So it says on the packet that it's uh, got dandelion, fennel, and lemon in it. Mmm. I can really taste the fennel in that. And and also the dandelion. I can't lie. I do. I can. I can taste dandelion. And there's the lemon. Okay, sweet. So anyway, here we go. Eyes down for full house. The first card for today is the Eight of Cups. So there appears to be somebody here um, walking away from eight cups that have been stacked. In the sky, there is the moon and the sun together. I'd almost say embracing each other like a little cuddle. So if, if you ever, you know, when you, you know, when you walk around, and you see a case and the, you can see the moon. It's, it's like it's the day. I can see the moon. This is weird, isn't it? It's one of those. If it, you know this, if on this day, if you were walking away from eight cups of something, 
um, up a hill. Yeah, this this might be for you. You know, uh, there's a gentleman there walking away. He's got a, he's got a stick like a staff, and he's walking away. He's walking away from eight cups. So yeah, um, ooh. So someone walking away from cups, and then the next one, the the present moment is the Queen of Cups. Ooh, exciting stuff. So the the, the lady's sitting there. It looks like a seashore or some sort of, um, uh, I don't know, riverside kind of situation. There's a, there's a throne there, which has been in, engraved and carved with the cherubs. And she's sitting there looking at her cup. She's got one white glove on, so she's a bit like Michael Jackson, I suppose. And, uh, yeah, she's sitting there looking at her cup. So basically... Um, Maybe in the past, uh, there has been a lot of um, like attachment to a lot of things and maybe paring down what you've got to just appreciate the one thing that you've got. If that does sound familiar, if you've basically been trying to simplify your life uh, and you've basically got to the point now where you're literally like, yes, I've got this one cup rather than these eight or this one cup and I've, I'm the queen of cups, but I've got the one cup. So if you're basically paring down, your future could hold for you Oh, here we go again. It's the fool. So basically, uh, th- this could possibly be the future for you. Basically, as a someone here on a, I've mentioned this before, cliff top. Uh, as a as a dog, a little dog there, being like, yeah, I'm a dog. And there's a guy with a, um, a bindle, which is basically like I say, a knotted handkerchief on a stick, like you would often see in cartoons, you know, like Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse and that kind of stuff. And there's the sun shining in the sky. Basically, like you know. You may be trying to you know, pare down what's going on in your life and all that kind of thing. You've managed to work out that, you know, you don't need all these stuff going on in your life. But just don't get too carried away, you know. Don't end up at the top of a cliff with a dog who's jumping up at you because he's just asking for trouble, really, aren't you? Um, so, uh, yeah. So, that's, uh, well, this has been Tarot and Tea. It's Beverage and Divinity. Ooh. Anyway. I'll be back on this very, very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. In my younger days, I used to read the Harry Potter books. And, you know, I read them and I was like, oh, this is pretty good, isn't it? I was a bit older than the general demographic at the time. I must have been about like 16, 17, something like that. And um, yeah, I remember reading them all. Like, oh, this is the best. I remember getting the first one. Like, oh, this is really good. I need to read the second one. Second one, devoured it. Third one, devoured it. Fourth one, didn't devour it as quick because it's quite a big fat book. But I remember when the fifth one came out, I was like, oh, it's not been out, not been released yet. So I got it on like release day. I was like, yay! You know, it's proper into the old Harry Potter stuff. And and I, I remember getting all the other books on release day and reading them all and being all excited about it. I remember just getting them like, yay! This is exciting stuff, you know. I uh, never really got into the film so much. I mean, I, I watched the first film. I liked that. Second, I think I watched the first three. I never really bothered watching the other ones. I was more into the books, which I think is fine. And um, yeah, so, you know, this is one of those things. And as I've gotten older, I've noticed that it's sort of gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Harry Potter is a, a thing, I mean. And you see, like, this good, you see these youngsters getting into the Harry Potter stuff, you know, walking around with the glasses and, you know, the t shirts and that kind of stuff. But it gets to a certain point where I think you get to a certain age when maybe you maybe should tone it down a little bit. 
and you know it's, it's just my personal preference i just think that um they are kids books and all that kind of stuff and it, it does frustrate me when people sort of get a bit like oh it's it's really good though it's like it's, it's teaching me about life is it um but anyway uh it's just one of them things and i will be honest uh i have often made fun of people uh for liking harry potter especially when they get over like the age of like 25 is like get a grip but you know what i had a conversation with somebody recently and they argued the fact that it's an important part of their childhood and i thought you know what i'm gonna lay off it and i thought you know what to make up for all those horrible things that i've said about people uh, who love harry potter like getting harry potter tattoos and you know other stuff like that i'm going to answer the big question which house would i be in if I was on Harry Potter, on Harry Potter, you know, the, the TV show Harry Potter, no. So if I went to Hogwarts, which isn't a real place, um, what house would I be sorted into? So I'm going to do now. I'm going to go on to the uh, official PottermoreWizardingWorld.com sorting hat, and I'm going to find out on the on this episode what I am, and this is going to be what I am from now on, not forever. But a lot of guesses like what am I going to be? Um, I don't know. I don't think I'm a, I'm a Slytherin person because they're the untrustworthy ones. I don't know much about the other one. I don't know much about um, Ravenclaw. Um, I, I, Hufflepuff is all basically where all the all the losers hang out. I'm probably a Hufflepuff, I think probably. And there's also Gryffindor, but everyone wants to be in Gryffindor. So uh, right here we go. First question: Moon or stars? Choose one to continue. Moon or stars? And I'll go for the stars because I like stars. Uh, if you could have any power, which would you choose? Power to read minds? No. The power to change the past? No. The power of invisibility? What? The power to speak to animals? It's going to be the animal ones, I'm telling you now. The power of superhuman strength? Power to change your appearance at will? No. Oh, it's going to be talking to animals, because I love animals. Love animals. Love to have a conversation with a cat. It'd be amazing. Like, hey, what are you doing today, cat? Nothing much. Just sitting around licking myself. Who wouldn't? Uh, anyway. Uh, next question. One of your housemates has cheated in a Hogwarts exam by using a self-spelling quill. Now he has come to the top of the class in charms, beating you into second place. Professor Flitwick is suspicious of what happened. He draws you to one side after his lesson, asks you whether or not your classmate used a forbidden quill. What do you do? Tell the truth. Uh, about tell, you know, Basically, dob him in. Uh, would not wait to be asked to tell. I would just dob him in straight away. Uh, lie and say you don't know but hopefully uh you know that's sort out tell that you ought to ask your classmates and resolve uh if someone was cheating i mean i don't if i was asked i wouldn't go out my way to tell them but i'm not a liar so if i was asked um specifically i'd probably be like yeah I'd, i would tell the truth uh, anyway uh next question this is a bit dark this one you ready for this after you have died died so basically this is for kids apparently so apparently it's not uh, what would you like? What would you most like people to do when they hear your name? Ask for more stories about your adventures. Obviously, miss you but smile. Uh, think with admiration of your achievements. I don't care what people think of me after I'm dead. It's what they think of me whilst I'm alive that counts. Um, I'm gonna go for the old. Uh, ask for more stories about your adventures. Got many adventures, you know. Those wacky adventures of the man in a room. Anyway. 
Uh, next question. I don't know how many questions there are. I hope it's not too many because we're up to nearly 16 minutes. Four boxes are placed before you. Which would you try and open? Oh, there's just some boxes here. Uh, we've got some different boxes. Uh, the gleaming jet black box with a silver lock and key. Mark the mysterious rune that you know that you know to be the mark of Merlin. Ooh. Uh, the small pewter box, unassuming and plain, with a scratched message on it that reads, "I open only for the worthy." Um, the small tortoise box, tortoise shell box, embellished with gold inside, with some small creature seeming to be squeaking. Uh, an ornate got a golden casket, standing on clawed feet. His description warns that both secret knowledge and the unbearable temptation lie within. Well, it's not be that one, is it? I mean, I'm not a nutter. Tortoiseshell with some sort of creature in it. Uh, pewter box. Open for the worthy. Uh, let's have a think. Well, Merlin. I'm going to go for the animal one. Because like there's this little squeaking animal. Uh, right, here we go. Oh, blimey. If you're attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? Cat, toad, owl. Well, it's going to be a cat, in it? I already specified that I like cats. Uh, if you're attending Hogwarts with your pet, uh, what would you take with a ginger cat, a white cat, a Siamese cat, a tabby cat, or a black cat? Now, I do enjoy a Siamese cat. I like Siamese cats. I'll take a Siamese cat with me. There we go. Uh, what is this? Uh, this is on longer than I thought it was going to be, if I'm honest. Is it interesting? I don't know. Um, Anyway, uh, next question here. A troll has gone berserk in the headmaster's study at Hogwarts. Is about to smash, crush, and tear several irreplaceable items and treasures. In which order would you rescue these objects from the troll's club if you could? Um, it wouldn't be my responsibility to look after the headmaster's study, really, would it? It would be the headmaster's, to be fair. Um, what's this? I would... A cure for what? Dragonpox. Well, I'm assuming that can be rustled up. So, I know, third one. There you go. A student records go. I uh, probably the, the the probably the second one. Yeah, um a mysterious handwritten book full of strange runes. It's handwritten so it's going to be one of a kind. So there we go. I'm going to confirm the order because eh, life's too short. Okay, next question here. Head or tails? Heads or tails? What? Is that a thing? Heads or tails? I don't know, I've always liked tails, I suppose. Because of cats. And stuff like that. Oh, here we go. The question is in. Just in time for the end of the episode. Yes! The Sword and Hat is ready to make his decision. Here we go. I am... I can announce happily that I am not a Hufflepuff. I am not Ravenclaw. And I'm not Slytherin. I am Gryffindor. Oh yeah, Gryffindor, the, the the Sorting Hat has spoken. Uh, you probably know that some of Gryffindor's most renowned members include Albus Dumbledore and Harry Potter. But did you know the Sword of Gryffindor was made a thousand years ago by goblins? All that heads of houses, Minerva, McGonagall's hobbies include correcting articles in Transfiguration today, and so I don't care. There we go. I am I'm with Hermione, Ron, and Harry. Yes. Yes, so there we go. I am a Gryffindor. Take that, yeah? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So, uh, yeah, the question has been answered. What uh, sort? You know, what house am I in, in in Hogwarts? Gryffindor. There you go. I don't know how to feel about it, really, because people say, oh, you know, it's just one. I, I much prefer doing the, the, the Miggs-Briar personality test. I recommend looking that up if you can. I think it's called Briggs-Meyer. Look it up. 
It tells you what sort of person you are. It's, this is basically a rudimentary version of that, I think. But yeah, going to rub it in my friend's face. But, oh, you're in Hufflepuff, are you? Hufflepuff, Gryffindor. Ha. Anyway, so this has been uh, Gryffindor in the room. And I'll be back again in the uh, in the Gryffindor common room next week. So until then, this is me signing off as a Gryffindor. Bye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.